What's a um like a vocal exercise you normally do? Um, there's this video on YouTube that I just like put on. It's this guy who's like, now say V. V V V V V V V V V V V V V V V V Now say Ga 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 It's one of these, you know? But you just keep going and going. For how long? Until he interrupts you and starts a new one. Jesus. Yeah. It's only like five minutes. I guess it's about strength, it's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. Take what's our. <laughs> Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Should they just leave that and just keep going? Yeah. Um, and welcome to episode 249.1. Of the Jarcast, I'm your host Alex, joined by just Jim again. James is uh, he's man flu to the max. In fact, he was here f- five minutes ago. Yeah, he got angry when video. I wouldn't put on old dog. Old dog does new tricks or something. Old dog new tricks fails compilation or whatever. Yeah, he got angry and then he stormed out. He just drove off anger. Mm. Uh, before we get too deep into the show, let me shout out the Jar Media Patreon that make the audio version possible and have their names read out in the first week of every month if they're a Sandy tier or above. Um, we normally have extra videos as well for the Patreon, but this this virus is throwing everything to the curb for now. Um, the 14-day virus. Yeah, it's genuinely so so goddamn typical. Yeah, it's like we we had everything planned out a day to to just get loads of stuff done, mm-hmm. like a bulk recording, just moment. Yeah, and then you get ill, and then that date approaches, and suddenly James just goes down, mm-hmm. down hard. Yeah, I'm okay now. Um, James still suffering. You got it a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm fine for the most part. But yeah, we're in a bit of a sorry state. We're feeling sorry for ourselves, listening mm. to. Uh, Nice uh, rock raps to keep our moods yeah, high, yeah. which we'll get into in a little minute, I guess. Um, but first, we should probably clean up a bit, do some mm. housekeeping. Just got two, just two comments, just two two things to address from this one that I felt unnecessary from our last episode. Uh, Yami no Mizu is going to start us off and conclude our little discussion on the, the Zodiac Killer. Mm. That we brought up because his name was uh, revealed or supposedly revealed, and uh, it was called Gary, Gary Post or something. Yeah. Um, but it's apparently fairly contentious. Um, let's read this comment and see what we think. The theory on the Zodiac Killer falls apart when you look at it past the surface, honestly. When you read the theory, it doesn't really actually line up properly with the Zodiac. It base is based on him being the potential killer of a potential victim of the Zodiac, who may not have even been killed by the Zodiac, depending on who you ask, and has never been officially recognized as a victim of the Zodiac specifically. But the media doesn't want you to know that. This isn't even just the first time this has happened. We've had people claiming to have solved the case for years, yet none of them have had solid evidence. And I feel like I've actually read articles like that before mm-hmm. um, that just go nowhere the case breakers seem to have done this before too I can't remember what specifically was the last one and they don't seem to actually be that dedicated to the case beyond the fame of solving it 
Anyone who actually is dedicated to the case seems to think this is just bullshit, which is justified. There really isn't much going for it, just circumstantial posts, which seem to be inside jokes taken literally. And him just happening to have the same job as the person that killed one of the victims, which isn't proof. There's tons of people with that exact job and situation. Also, the original sketches of the Zodiac Killer didn't have the scar that was added on later. Basically, the guy doesn't fit. The case breakers are just trying to make it so. We were kind of saying that part of us was hoping that it wasn't true. and Yeah, in a, in a depressing sort of way. But it, it's always been the case. I, I think th- there's like a half-life when it comes to murderers and discovering discovering the real one mm-hmm. and past a certain point it becomes pointless yeah the statute of limitations and everything yeah 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 like just so much time has passed yeah and it sort of in a way the real person it, it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. we failed we failed yeah. to get yeah. him when he was a problem he's not mm-hmm. a problem anymore yeah yeah it doesn't matter if he died in 2018 or died in 2004 yeah, exactly. What's done is done. Um, like this comment from a slushy bear who said, and this is on the whole topic of the ongoing ape slash monkey just discussion. Right, yeah. It's just core. Mm. Are the boys familiar with the whole monkey hate subsection of YouTube, where there are hundreds of videos from India of people killing slash harming monkeys? Being someone who loves the silly little fellas, it's pretty shocking finding these videos randomly during my daily funny monkey video pursuits. I have a vague memory of bringing this up during, like, Corncast or something. Mm. Um, I have mentioned it before, I think. But this is dark. This is not what I want to be hearing. Yeah, how, how is that allowed on YouTube? Yeah, surely that's the kind of stuff that needs to be cracked down on. Yeah, we can't have... It doesn't matter what animal it is. Like, I'm not going to stand for monkey hate. Yeah, because from what I can remember, they would like... They were monetizing monkey videos and were just replicating more of the same videos of whatever got the most views. Mm-hmm. And like the, the crueler videos were getting more views. Right, so yeah. it kind of perpetuates thanks to that algorithm or whatever. But it's sad. Don't be mean to the monkeys. We saw a little monkey video earlier when we were watching stuff with James on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. As scary as monkeys can be, it's it's our duty as the apex monkey to mm-hmm. to not the apex ape. Yeah, the, the ape the ape X. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. As it were, <laughs> it's our duty to not, you know, crush and and harm the lesser apes. And monkeys. I did actually see a comment someone left. Um, I didn't screen cap it or anything, but um, it was in reference to orangutans and how they were saying, like, they grew up somewhere where they were, like, locally or whatever, and they were known as, like, wise creatures or whatever, but not not to mess with them. I think there's a chance that orangutans, like, they know more than us. (laughs) (laughs) I think orangutans and whales. Yeah. I think I, they have a deeper understanding of what it means to be alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've always got that vibe off Wales, um, mm. especially with... I don't know if you agree with the the noises they make. and Like, whale sound, and like going on a YouTube video of like a whale call from underwater, to me, is it's viscerally terrifying. Yeah. It's a form of communication, like... 
we don't we don't understand. Like yeah, it, it feels like an eldritch, like uh, yeah, like a Lovecraftian. Lovecraftian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're they're so far beyond us. Trying to comprehend what they're doing just sends you down like a dark path. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just the vastness of it, like such a huge creature making like an equally like vast noise. Yeah, and it's but it's so like serene at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's these conflicting. Like I think emotions. that's what it is, yeah, because it, it, there is some... Because some people listen to it, like, in a calming way. Like, there's that yeah, whole yeah. gag in The Big Lebowski where he's, like, listening to the <laughs> whale noises to, like, yeah. <laughs> zone out. No, I, d- I could not relax listening to whale noises. I just find, yeah, the, especially now when, like, they go, like, real deep, some of them, and they're, like, calling for miles. It's Yeah. It's just creepy stuff. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Let's just know in the comments if you like whale calls. Yeah, I... That is interesting. The horror it, slash the, enjoyment rating of certain... Yeah. I wonder where it tips. Does it tip into the... Do more people find it scary than calming, or do more people find it calming? What does your gut tell you on a large scale? On a large scale, I, I reckon people think it's more calming. Really? We've sort of been I, told that. Yeah. You listen to, well... Whale calling. Well, is, is the average person as a as afraid of the ocean as I am? Because I don't I don't think so. That's kind of a that's been a deep rooted thing in my mind. Like I remember in the swimming pools when going to swimming lessons, like I would motivate myself to swim by <laughs> imagining um like scary eldritch <laughs> like fish and whales, yeah, mostly yeah. like shark type things. But even though it was in, you a, were a very good swimmer as well. <laughs> Why do you think I was so good? <laughs> yeah, it's a motivating. It clearly course. worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got really clear memories of that, and also having um, foot cramps while swimming because, like, I didn't, I didn't know like what was happening. Like sometimes, <laughs> like. So it's just, oh, I guess there's just, like, a chance sometimes you're, like, football lock up. <laughs> like, and it's just from, like, not stretching properly or, like, not being properly really? hydrated properly. <laughs> yeah. But, but I remember, like, just having a um, a cramp in the swimming pool is horrible. Because you're, like, still got to swim. You can't yeah. just stop swimming. Well, do, do you know the, the on-land foot cramp hack? The, like, stretch? No, stand on it. If you're having yeah, a foot cramp do, like, and you like st- lean into it and like stretch, but like it, if you're stood on your foot, it won't cramp. Hmm. Really? Yeah. What about if you get like the most painful ones are the ones that strike you in the night? Um, I don't know if you ever get those in your foot. Um, not always my foot, but like my lower leg muscle. Yeah, the, the calf cramps. That's yeah, all calf cramp. Thing. Yeah, those are the ones that like leave you writhing and like pain and you can't walk when you wake up if they like strike yeah. you in the night type no because it when it catches you in that docile state you just sort of you're in you're in pure agony but you mm-hmm. let it happen the whole thing and especially w- when it's things that strike you in the night as well and you're like half conscious half asleep still and you're like yeah you know like you ha- know you're in severe pain yeah but you're not able to do yeah, anything even with it to measure what's happening to you yeah it's horrible uh, betting gonna have a cramp tonight now yeah speaking S- of cramping we should uh mention our beverages that's a new yeah, thing yeah yeah um i'll start i've got a nice uh beer uh, moretti here 
That is an A-class lager. Yeah, they had the three bottles for a fiver thing. So I got mm -hmm. a Moretti, I got a Cobra, and I got a Corona. Feeling very Fast and Furious family-like. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, this is probably the nicest one out of those three. I, honestly, I, th I think it might be the best lager. You think? Out of them all. See, I always forget it's a lager, but yeah, it, it is, and it's delicious. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for anyone that doesn't have easy access to Bira Moretti. We're not sponsored. No, but if Bira wants to hit so I don't know, I don't think alcohols really sponsor YouTube content, do they? That's not one I've seen, it's no, like, it's not a VPN or, like, underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. There is, like, a weird amount of, you know, there's shreddies, there's, a. Uh, the one about shaving your cock balls, and balls. Yeah, yeah, the balls one. Um, I think Ryan Reynolds has like a alcohol company or something. He's got gin. Yeah, like and he just recently sold it for like hundreds of millions. Really? Yeah. Right at the right at the uh, similar time he announced that he's uh, taking a break from acting. <laughs> I mean, that's a great thing. I th do you think he stumbled across Jar and saw? Just, <laughs> he saw the free. He saw me, and my, my disdain for everything he's ever done. He's just like, you know what? And this guy's him. right. Oh fuck, Nuggets, he's got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going back to beverages. I'm with this this flu-like thing that we've we've all had. I knew that whiskey was meant to be a a remedy for congestion. So. It does weirdly help. Yeah, I started I, drinking it. I had a little it. glass on one of those nights where I had it bad. And yeah, it, it does make a genuine difference if, if you have a cold or flu or whatever. But something about this illness I had made me totally 180. On whiskey? On whiskey. You've reset the whiskey. Yeah, I absolutely despised it. Mm -hmm. But now... It's it's delicious. Did you say which one that was? Sorry, Lafroig. But right before we started recording, you said Lafroig is disgusting. Well, yeah. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this is where it could easily one eighty again, go full three sixty. Lafroig is foul. I thought Lafroig's whole gimmick was that it's supposed to be a Marmite type whiskey, where you either love it or hate it. Yeah, yeah, you it definitely is. Their, their, like, motto is something about, like, a whiskey that tastes like you're making out with a, a mermaid. It's got, it's got, like, a fishy taste. Oh, right, okay. And it's smoky, yeah, it's, it's really weird. Why would a mermaid be, like, smoky? Unless it was, like, that seal we saw on the beach that Maybe you were having a barbecue charred. with her. Yeah? Down under. Do you remember that charred seal? Child seal? No, charred. <laughs> like oh, charred. Oh, as yeah, in... that flossy, eh? Yeah. Poor charred seal. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, well, we stumbled across a seal that had just been beached, I guess. It died in the ocean. And got this was on a beach in Wales, I think. Yeah, that's right. And someone had set it on fire. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. Like, I don't know how it got there. Like, Maybe they were it trying to get gone. rid of the, the corpse, but yeah. Yeah, they tried mm. to set a seal on fire. <laughs> and there was just <laughs> like a dog chewing on it. Yeah, it wasn't our dog. That's right, yeah. It was a Labrador, though. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it was a black Labrador. 
a dog who went up to the seal and just started just, Yeah, because we were only kids as well, and it was just like seeing that. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, this is Yeah, hard. because especially as well, <laughs> seals are like dogs of the ocean. Yeah. So it was like a dog eating its not-so-distant relative. <laughs> yeah, it's so dark. Yeah. yeah. Man, the animal kingdom's rough, man. You, <laughs> that's what you learn from these <laughs> from dogs. fail YouTube videos. Yeah, that as well. <laughs> no, but dogs in particular... Like, just today, you had a dead bird in your garden. Yeah. Yeah, really, um... Really nice bird, actually, I found. Yeah, beautiful it's Just bird. in, like, the driveway of my house. Just, like, pretty much perfect condition. Just dead there. And it was, like, really noticeable, because it was... I, I don't know what type of bird it is. Super colourful. Um... So I, like, I can't just leave this here. So you threw it in your garden? <laughs> no, so I put it in a bit of Tupperware and I put it on top of the um, the compost bin. Thinking, do I put this in the compost bin? Mm. Um, but then it's kind of windy here, so like the, the it was blown off the top of the compost bin. I let the dogs out and then I caught Paisley like running around with it in it. <laughs> mouth. Um <laughs> to do <laughs> but like we we sort of humanize our pets mm -hmm. and then you, there's always a moment where you're like oh yeah these things are just pure animals yeah they don't give a shit that this <laughs> they have a different rule set to us yeah maybe more consistent than ours <laughs> predictable mm. <laughs> we actually have a uh a fair few topics. Um, there's one you made me note down, which I don't really understand. I got a few. Where do we want to begin? We could we could start with this rock rap thing. I don't know how long. <laughs> that would keep us going. Want to start there? Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, one of the kind of descriptions of the Jar Media <laughs> podcast is that it's kind of a rock fan cast as well. The rock is in um, Dwayne Johnson. Um, I don't know how which he prefers nowadays. So there, there was a time I remember he didn't want to be known as The Rock. He I thought he was legally stopped from being The Rock. Legally? Oh, because it was like tied into the whole wrestling... Yeah, like for a long okay. time he was Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. That yeah. was him. Yeah, that And then suddenly song. it stopped and it just started being Dwayne Johnson. Hmm. And I... Someone said at some point, or I, I heard it somewhere, that it, it, it was a legal thing. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, Dwayne is, uh, he's, he's hopping into the music scene. Mm. Um, with this, what's it called, the... Face Off? Yeah, Face Off. Uh, not the Nicolas Cage movie. <coughs> um... Yeah, but I, I figured, because I saw, like, when this started trending and when people were talking about it, like, I figured he'd actually made, like, a whole song himself instead of being, like... Yeah. Like, a, a cameo, basically? Which is, like, the equivalent? Like, I'm looking at the lyrics here, and his, his chunk is just a tiny section at the end, which is all I've seen from it. But there's this whole, like, build-up in the song, like, minutes and minutes of, like, other people that aren't The Rock before he jumps into his bit. Um, shall I read off a couple of these bars? Yeah, hit me with the bars. Um, <laughs> just like really unique lyrics, the type of stuff I've never heard Dwayne say before. 
it's about drive it's about power we stay hungry we devour (laughs) 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 put in the work put in the hours and take what's ours (coughs) that's that's the main bit that's the best bit yeah that's the the bit I've seen memed the most as well um the 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 other notable bit is the last line actually that he has coming at you with extreme manner M-A-N-A yeah what do you think he means by that? Is it like a gamer thing? <laughs> My manner's low. I, I think it's more of a, um, like, tabletop thing. A tabletop? Is the rock into, like, tabletop? Tabletop fun? Well, the, he, he, there's no way he's into video games. Yeah. There's, the lyrics of the song confirm that. <laughs> His yeah. whole thing is about the grind set. That when would he have time to play video the, games? The dude literally works out like six hours a day, and then films awful, just awful <laughs> cinema <laughs> in the rest of the, of the time he has, and then he goes to bed at like seven p.m. Yes, yeah, like how many? We've actually got to talk. How many movies can he be in that are just the same movie? Like, we watched that trailer for that Ryan Reynolds yeah. Rock Wonder Woman thing. It's like a Netflix... Like, what was it? I've seen the tw- trailer twice now, just because I watched it with James, and then yeah, yeah. when you came later. I still, like, don't know even what the setup is, really. It's like, what? He, he just does this now. Like, he was in Jungle Run, or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's called. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. <laughs> Was the movie really called Jungle Cruise? It was called Jungle Cruise, but he's also in a separate franchise um, about jungles. Yeah, Rumble in the Jungle. <laughs> what the fuck is it called? With Jack Black. Jumanji. 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 <laughs> yeah, that one doesn't have the jungle <laughs> in the title, but it's set in a jungle. Jumanji Jungle. Like, yeah, he 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 always is is the guy wearing like brown canvas with World War Two weaponry. <laughs> In a jungle. Yeah, yeah. That's his thing. That's his movie thing. He's got that market like crazy cornered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... Yeah, the brown clothing World War II weaponry guy. <laughs> In the jungle. He, yeah. <laughs> He's the guy you go for when you write a script involving those things. I, honestly, out of every like Hollywood trend, the like onslaught of rock jungle movies, I was not. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, was how not could just... anyone have predicted this? <laughs> <laughs> and this new one is like could you remember what it's called it's like so fucking generic I can't remember any but honestly when I watch the trailer I, I stop absorbing it as if it's new information and I just see it as if it's like my mind conjuring <laughs> like just a bunch of tropes from like Hollywood yeah. shit yeah. it like looks like a fake movie it looks like um you were like is this in like the Fast and Furious universe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It very well could be. And they're all yeah, like- because all three of the actors <laughs> are in that universe. The universe in which Dwayne Johnson wears brown canvas in a jungle. <laughs> but I I can't I those three those three actors in particular too, The Rock, Ryan Reynolds and Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Like they are three of the most they're not actors to me like all I see yeah. when they're in a movie is them mm-hmm. like I used to I used to use Tom Cruise as that example but he's too good of an actor and he has too yeah. too much of a varied like history of different roles 
where I can't say that about about these three, this trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like... I, I was. <laughs> this is a Ryan Reynolds tangent, but I watched Life. <laughs> <laughs> You're really or... going into the classics. <laughs> Awful film, <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> what? What's so bad about it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to start. Like the. The amount of thoughts I was thinking, like I could make a fucking twelve-hour video breaking down how terrible this. You were that was. passionate about life. Yeah, it genuinely that, really angered me. Really, because yeah. that was one I remember just being like, within twenty minutes, knowing exactly what was going <laughs> on, and then just glazing over type thing. No, but I, I wanted to have this razor focus on it because anything Ryan Reynolds does, I just want to break to pieces. <laughs> but, <laughs> again, I have nothing against Ryan Reynolds, obviously. <laughs> but no, it, I genuinely think Ryan Reynolds could be a great actor. Mm-hmm. So what? What? What is your deep-rooted issue with like? He doesn't like- try. <laughs> you think he's just settled for shit like life? It's, it's not that it, he's he's discovered that people like Ryan Reynolds. So when mm. Ryan Reynolds is cast in a film, he plays Ryan. Reynolds. He's not acting, yeah. And that is the most frustrating thing. It's the reason I hate The Rock. <laughs> Again, nothing personal, yeah. but it's but it's these. I find The Rock even more frustrating though. If the, all this stuff about his contracts are true as well, mm. it's like. Isn't the job of an actor to... You're playing someone you're not. Yeah. That, that's like, that is what the job is. You're, mm-hmm. you're able to perform Yeah, you change who you are. That's what's so good about story. Uh, like Christian Bale and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whenever he's in a movie, he's yeah, just yeah. like a different person. Yeah, like a time. chameleon. Just Yeah. Whereas uh, that's, that's what makes Ryan Reynolds more frustrating than The Rock. Because I don't think The Rock could ever be a good actor. Yeah. He's well, you just, haven't seen Southland Tales yet. True, and uh, Black Adam isn't out yet. Mm. Which could change everything, I'm telling <laughs> you. It really could. <laughs> yeah, but Ryan, you brought, no, stay on topic. <laughs> but Ryan Reynolds, uh, I... There's, like, glimmers of him when he tries, and it's like, wait, it, it, this guy's convincing in portraying this emotion. You know? Yeah. And he knows how to work... On camera and perform. Yeah, yeah, but it, but boundaries. that means he chooses not to. Well, do, do you think it's do you think he has that much power, or, or it's that by the time he's on board with a project and the way he's just directed and the way the material's written, yeah, like they he's, want him he's wedged be, into the Ryan Reynolds corner. Yeah, he's typecast as himself. Yeah, I, I'm sure that is an aspect, but it also means he's terrible at choosing what films he's in. Yeah. Yeah, he does have a particularly bad like IMDb like list of stuff. Yeah, the worst. It does, yeah, it doesn't scream <laughs> like oh, I'm really going for trying to change my image to be more of a character actor now. It's it, I'm just yeah, gonna maintain my Ryan Reynolds status. But what about life? Just angered you so deeply? Um, do you even remember? <laughs> well, the, it. First of all, it takes itself way too seriously. Mm-hmm. And if if the film is taking itself seriously, I have to treat it seriously. Yeah, that's only fair. Yeah, but then when you write in so it, it's like they they writ, wrote like I this is going to happen, so we have to have some contrived bullshit mm-hmm. to make it happen. 
I think there's one good, like, moment in the film. That's when the the alien is, like, outside the ship. Mm-mm. And it's got to get back in. So they, they've... The only way it can get in is by using, like, the jet boosters or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that that is the one moment where it works. The other time it's, like, <clears throat> when Ryan Reynolds is trapped in the room with the alien, he uses a flamethrower to, <laughs> to, like, keep it away. See, the only and, part I remember is the whole, like, it starts off as, like, a small bacteria thing, right? And it keeps, like, yeah, growing. Yeah. It breaks the, the guy's hand. Yeah, yeah. But, no, the... This flamethrower thing, it really bugged me because, like, so they had they had this science room where no bacteria could get in or mm-hmm. out, and uh, they also have a flamethrower in there to kill whatever's in there. And so when Ryan Reynolds dies, the flamethrower floats in the air because there's zero gravity, and then sets off the fire alarm. Which opens shit so the alien can get out. Oh, well, like, so the f- so the flamethrower is like floating there with the little like gas. Yeah, the, the the little flame and the yeah, flame yeah. brushes up against. Oh, the- uh, that's yeah, yeah. It's all coming. That, back that shit, like from that moment onwards, I was like, okay, fuck this film. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> it's, it's it's, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's really dumb. Um, it was trying to be like an alien thing, like a right. Yeah, and the. Like, when you think of alien, like, close your eyes, think of alien. Mm-hmm. That xenomorph is clear in your mind. Yeah. Life. What does that alien look like? What has been, like, did the xenomorph just ruin, like, aliens in terms of, like, since that movie, like, what is the classic, like, movie alien that's even come close? Uh, Paul? Paul's, Paul's up there. Yeah, Paul's actually, yeah, you kind of slammed me down with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, when you think of Alien, it's either the, like, the naked thing, the lanky the, guy with a oh, big head. Yeah, the pool. Yeah, pool. Yeah, yeah. It's either pool or the xenomorph. That's it. Don't try and make this weird, like, flower squid thing mm-hmm. in life. Yeah, I suppose the... Like, it, it hasn't infiltrated pop culture, like, even remotely similarly to, like, the Xenomorph, but, like, I like the alien approach in, um, that Netflix movie with, the uh, Annihilation. I think that approach is cool. It's fairly unique. The bear? No, but, like, the whole thing at the end, that's like an alien. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Without spoiling anything, but, um... We got to throw this one out. Just out of curiosity, to be honest, I just want to know why you wanted me to note this down. You told me to just note down a John Lewis advert. Yeah, I did. Um, why? <clears throat> this is a British thing. Yeah, everyone in the UK gets hyped when John Lewis releases yeah. a fucking Christmas. Whenever advert. we approach Christmas, John Lewis releases an advert. And every time it's the same fucking bullshit. It's like some. I gotta admit, I've never watched a full one. You've never seen a full. The thing is, because yeah, I, I, I just don't care. I've heard people talking about the John Lewis advert, like, "Oh my god, this one's just like magnificent. It really changes the game." Right. <laughs> There's one with like a bunny rabbit. I vaguely remember. Yeah, they they've had like animated ones. Um, with the, the slant always being like it's designed to try and make you cry. 
That's always like. Yeah, so the way I see it is that every single one is trying to be the intro to Up. <laughs> yeah? But what? <laughs> it's what like is this, that what it's become? Well, yeah, it, but this latest one changed the game. How? Because it, I, I'm assuming you haven't seen any of it. No, I've so seen So this time they're, they're doing house insurance. Oh, okay. So they're trying to sell house, like John Lewis house yeah, John insurance. John Lewis house insurance. And they're using the angle of like this kid running through the house that's clearly like quirky. Mm-mm. You know? And okay. he's like drawing on the walls and shit and spraying shit everywhere. Yeah. I hate... I- I hate John Lewis. I hate John Lewis. <clears throat> they they try and they, they, oh, everything they do is manipulative. That you can yeah. obviously those old ones with the snowman fucking melting and then mm-hmm. some kid has a breakdown. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, that one really got me. <laughs> so that that's just pure emotional manipulation. Now they're trying to manipulate people with like. You know, current affairs. Mm. This kid is quirky. He's just trying to be himself. It's like you can't make a statement after the statement's been made. That would think been... it's just inherently disingenuous because of where it comes well, from. Well, yeah, the fact that it's an advert. It's it is not the place of a company to portray their like political views. When they're also trying to sell what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it really works on people though. Like clearly. No, but this people is the thing. I, I, part of me that made me respect this latest one is that the first thing I saw on Twitter was someone saying, "That's it. I'm never going to John Lewis again." They're they're trying to portray all this. What? Because someone got upset by it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just, I just tune out of this kind of thing. To be honest, <laughs> I remember making like the video on like the the hundred most disliked videos on YouTube or something, and a lot of them were like ads mm. doing sort of things like that. Um, but yeah, it's it's the thing with this like politicized nature of you know everything and like, everything, yeah, ads and the way the it manifests through online discourse, and it's like, is it actually starting? productive conversations or is it just trying to use yeah. the like brownie points of what's socially sort of but that's also part of it because it is an advert even the the bad response to anything I mean bad quote unquote if, if it pisses people off it means it's being talked about mm-hmm. no publicity is bad publicity sort of thing right yeah, I haven't seen it. Like, is it, was it like the the Christmas one too? Um, well, I don't know because it was trending on Twitter. John Lewis advert. I assume it is the one. Because yeah, it seems a bit early. I don't know. I'm not on the John Lewis like advert hype train. Like waiting for it to drop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. neither am I. But I, I've always hated their adverts. Just. Adverts in general, like we went to we went to see Dune yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and it's like twenty five minutes of ads before the movie starts or whatever, and you just like really paid twelve quid for this fucking ticket. Yeah, like why? Why am I actually sitting through these like car adverts for <laughs> that are like linked to the movies and so many car adverts as mm-hmm. well. 
oh, and all the trailers and everything. It's just all... I just tune out at a certain point because it's just like such an onslaught of like messaging and especially with like every ad now is like full of so much so many like visual effects I feel- yeah there was a Barclays ad for it, <laughs> where this 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 girl is on like a laptop and then this gerbil on her laptop turns to her and it's like hey, you could fucking save so much money and yeah. then she fucking shoots into the sky and money's yeah. flying around and she's yeah, because I thought it was clouds. like pushing it with the CG guinea pig thing, like <laughs> looking at the camera scanning yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Let alone it just like becomes a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, but hey, there are adverts now with better VFX than like the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And those those movies had like hundreds of millions of dollars to spend. On <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have such a strong memory of the first time I remember being like. This is weird for like an advert to be flexing like visual effects of this level. Yeah. It was like a car advert for some like I don't remember what the fucking car was. But it was just like a car driving through some like alpine beautiful environment or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this like fucking CG <laughs> like black goo shit just went like, <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it was like this crazy imagery. Yeah, and the car's and like driving it, away from Yeah, yeah. Like, and that always st- stuck in my mind, like, <laughs> like, what is fucking happening? Like, it's like such an excessive like waste. Because it's like, even... what are you actually enhancing with that? Like, are you using storytelling to try and say like this like massive fucking energy is what our car represents? And even then, it's like, just show me the fucking car. It's like a vehicle. I'm driving it. Yeah. You don't have to get so fucking cocky about it, you know? Fuck it. But car it... adverts in particular, man. The- yeah. They've got this, like, really <laughs> sterile, like, David Fincher-esque mm, feel. Yeah, it's, like, detached, like... Uh. Yeah, they're driving through these, like, empty cities. Yeah, they, like, never have people in them. Yeah, and the city The cars always look like they're driving themselves. themselves. Like, yeah, it's like they're all driving through, like, Death Stranding map. Yeah, I think it comes down to, with this John Lewis thing, I just hate adverts. And when you try to politicize something that you are selling, yeah, it, it comes off as disingenuous because you your end goal is to make more money through this thing. Yeah, so, there is just something weird. It's like, oh, have you seen that trending advert? So, yeah. So, like, what do you mean? Like, no, but th- this shit was uh, I. Compare the meerkat is a big thing in the UK. <laughs> Who the fuck doesn't know this meerkat shit? They've made a brand out of yeah. Well, I th- I think about that with like I associate it mostly with like primary school, like mm. the time where you're watching SpongeBob as soon as you get home. You're seeing like the repeated ads like fucking constantly. Yeah, yeah. And like kids, they just because there's all these like little ditties, these little songs. Compare them, are like what was that one? Go with, compare. Go compare. Yeah, that's like a song and shit. But I don't think that one has the stopping power. Go Compare doesn't have the stopping power of Compare the Meerkat. I'm gonna say it. But it, it like, gets ingrained in all these, like, kids in the playground or whatever, and they're just saying it. Like, all getting, like, addicted to these little songs that they're, like... <laughs> they don't even yeah. realise, like... And and all these kids think, like, Compare the Meerkat is funny. Like, it, the Meerkat advert... It, it, this is the genius of advertising. I feel like we're a madman right now. <laughs> like, I was going to mention madman because that show is like 
ruin the whole perspective for me because whenever yeah. i see like the john lewis thing i don't i don't pick like even see the advert i just picture like the room of the madmen assholes like yeah. how can we fucking <laughs> yeah how can get a new angle on this sort of thing yeah no but th- they've made a brand out of compare the meerkat yeah that, that what a meerkat has to do with comparing like insurance prices yeah it, it, it's like the most genius <laughs> it's like so dumb that it works yeah because the original thing was like the people in in the plot of this thing there was compare the market and a separate website compare the meerkat and these meerkats were getting pissed off that people were accidentally searching compare the meerkat instead of compare the market. That's right, yeah, there was a whole, like, story. Yeah, that was There's the original a narrative plot. going on. But then people just started recognising, oh, <laughs> meerkat! Mm-hmm. That was the thing. And now they have, like, these these crazy plots where, like, his, his uh, butler, whatever the fuck his butler's called, his meerkat butler, is, like, in space and shit doing, like... And isn't it like some, it's like some British icon names. who like voices him or some weird shit? Oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's wild. The, the advertising world is sickeningly wild. Yeah, and terrifying too. The power it has. Yeah, they, they brainwashed us to be like, go compare. <laughs> yeah, go compare <laughs> in the fucking yeah. school playgrounds. Yeah. Yeah, it's what I've always appreciated about, um, like, Blade Runner. Because it seems like yeah. such a realistic like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> trajectory. How, yeah, like, just... <laughs> advertisement else? is just blending with culture. Mm-hmm. Tell you what's not blending with culture very well, though, bro. Um, that's Wizards. Wizards? Yeah. I- I'm hoping you haven't heard about this. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> So, um, I'm just going to bring up this article <laughs> that's relevant because it comes from um, our home country of New Zealand, right? I just want you to hear about this. New Zealand Council ends contract with Wizard after two decades of service. The official wizard of New Zealand, perhaps the only state-appointed wizard in the world, <laughs> has been cast from the public payroll, spelling the end to a 23-year legacy. The wizard, whose real name is Ian Backenbury Chanel, 88, had been contracted to Christchurch, sorry, Christchurch City Council for the past two decades to promote the city through acts of wizardry and other wizard-like services at a cost of $16,000 a year. He's been paid a total of $368,000. <laughs> the wizard who was born in England began performing acts of wizardry and entertainment in public spaces shortly after arriving in New Zealand in 1976. When the council originally tried to stop him, the public protested. In 82, the New Zealand Art Gallery Directors Association said he'd become a living work of art. And then in 1990, the Prime Minister at the time, Mike Moore, <laughs> asked that he be- consider becoming the Wizard of New Zealand. <laughs> um, um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that the reason he stopped being the Wizard is because uh, he was, like, cancelled. <laughs> he, he, like, said some dodgy shit. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the quote. It's bad. Um, and it, <laughs> I love women. I forgive them all the time. I've never struck one yet. 
Never strike a woman because they bruise too easily is the first thing. And they'll tell the neighbors and their friends, and then you're in big trouble. <laughs> so the wizard is no more. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> that was a roller coaster. <laughs> I'll show you a little picture of him. He does look like a wizard. That much I'll give him. <laughs> what kind of comment is that, though? Why would a wizard say that? Yeah, um... I, I prefer almost not knowing the context of, like, why he felt the need to bring this up and make this point whenever he did. Um, but the wizard is no more. Is it? Is it something about people of that, like, age range? Like, yeah. uh, Sean Connery? It's like, yeah, when you what? told me about that and I watched that, <laughs> yeah. that interview. It's like men, they hit an age and they're like... <clears throat> Right, it's it's time to just talk about like how fucking awful I am. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just stopped caring. <laughs> just like oh, fuck it, I guess I've been James Bond for long enough. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this guy wasn't even James Bond. He was just a wizard. No, he was something much cooler. A wizard. The only. That's, wi- that's lame. New Zealand's wizard turned out to be a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> It's like so many reveals within, like, reveals. It's <laughs> yeah. like, just learning. Yeah, like, I mean, first of all, New Zealand had a wizard. Like, a, like who... <laughs> who signed that that paper to be like, all right, let's give this guy 16 grand of taxpayer money every year. <laughs> just, like, just be, be a wizard. <laughs> a wizard, like, is something that... Like, it's, it's not a recognized, like role in society. No, the first thing was that they tried to like <laughs> stop him from being the wizard. <laughs> and then he 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 like gained the power of the people and they were like, no, we want the wizard. So then they gave all their taxpayer <laughs> money to the wizard. <laughs> it was like the most yeah the most like politically passionate subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yes. <laughs> That's what's going on in New Zealand. Like this is this is what they're wor- this is like a, from a few days ago. This article. What the fuck? <laughs> so, like, this is what they're worrying about. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe every country needs a wizard. It'll be like the Witcher universe, where like, every every uh, leader has a wizard. Yeah, I mean, how hard could it really be? I could be the fucking wizard. I think the only thing you need is confidence. Oh, it's, it's the only thing. Yeah, <laughs> you just and need to act like you're the wizard, and you're the wizard. Yeah, and you need enough money to get the hat and everything. Yeah, which. I feel like in one of your boxes somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, there. I've got a witch's hat somewhere. I think, ja- I think James should be the wizard. He should just leave his yeah. beard. He can be the wizard of Wiltshire. <laughs> yeah, the Wiltshire wizard. Branch out into the, the west coast. The, the west <laughs> The western wizard. Shit, maybe we should try and convince the council to get him get him in on this. 16 yeah. grand? Like, yeah, 16k. Yeah. This is a good idea, like, genuinely. We're going to have a wizard on our side in no time. <laughs> we'll finally have a wizard just in time for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> you know, apparently, um, witches uh, only have the green associated with them because of the Wizard of Oz. Because of the movie? Yeah. Just because of the design of that movie. and Yeah. I can believe that because I... witches were always just innocent women in history mm-hmm. so yeah yeah 
You seen The Wizard of Oz? No. Surprisingly sick. Really? Yeah. Like an actual sick film? Yeah. Like I watched it like a year or two ago. Like, it's actually just really good. My only experience with The Wizard of Oz was the conspiracy theorist I met. It is one of those movies. It's like closely, it's got all these theories yeah. and like. Oh. And there's there's like a shadow in the background of one of the scenes where there's like the, the gelfling that's been hung or something. Yeah, the, yeah, that's that's the one everyone. Yeah, everyone, everyone knows starts about off that with, one. But I think it's bullshit. Yeah. That's that's like the, the the start of the rabbit hole, though. Yeah. Then you yeah. If, if that convinces your... you, then it's just done. Like, yeah. You're just going into realms you'll never be able to escape. And uh, speaking of realms you'll never escape, uh, like these messages. <laughs> Life can be a dick sometimes, so get your dick from out your hand. And don't be a dick. Wear a dick. Dig the Head t-shirts available now. Check the description below. Welcome to the second half of uh, the Jarcast 249.1. This is the part where we answer questions from the suggestion thread over on the Jar Media subreddit. Head over there and ask us whatever you feel like, just like uh, underscore username 1917 did, <laughs> who asks simply... What's each of your guys' favorite James nickname? Just as a refresher, here are a couple. <laughs> I feel like we've answered this before, but I just enjoy going through this list too much. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay, we got Ambushed Orange, Bloodcock, Craig, <laughs> Dezukos, Gamer James. I'm not any of these, I'm James. Jay Diller, James's dad, Jordan, Land Grandpa, Martian Milf Hunter. Pierce, <laughs> piss a dick, pouch, puff puff, Raul Reapier, smart more, <laughs> the biggest Maltese I lover, the dad from Inside Out, the golden Freddy, the goon, the milkmaid, the passionate napper, the Rick and Morty follower, Tyler Durden, and finally Vinny. Holy shit, James has some good names. Yeah, and each one is as good as the last. Yeah. I I <laughs> my softest spot is for Jordan. <laughs> was Jordan on there? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, Jordan has been a, a long stay um so cer certain ones are kind of just the sort of the creature of the week names, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like I'd it say like the biggest Maltese lover. That's not a mainstay. Yeah, yeah. But it is true. But it is true. <laughs> yeah, every single one is so applicable to James. <laughs> one, one I'm unexpectedly fond of is Raoul Reapier, <laughs> <laughs> because every time someone like tries to spell it, it's just like, how is it spelled here? <laughs> here it's spelled R A L space R I P I A. Oh. <laughs> The the James spelling can't be matched. The Raul Reapier works best in text form. Yeah. <laughs> Raul Reapier is such a like <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 name. <laughs> but do, do you remember how he spelt it? Yeah, wasn't it? Raul R P I A. Yeah, but all one word. <laughs> but all one word. Yeah, so R A L R P I A. <laughs> Raul Reapier. <laughs> <laughs> I also really love Bloodcock. <laughs> that, that one is good. Do you remember the history of that one? I, I really don't. Yeah, I, I don't remember because Bloodcock is a thing. <laughs> oh, right. oh, is it? 
Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Either way, Bloodcock is good. Um, but yeah. Tyler Durden. <laughs> Tyler Durden <laughs> has a soft spot for me as well. <laughs> like, honestly, PD is like... <laughs> yeah. It's really fucking good. <laughs> that, that one is special. <laughs> but... I have to go with my number one, Jordan. Yeah, I, if you didn't pick Jordan, I might. Um, I feel like I've got to pick a different one. <laughs> um, oh, man. I'm really torn, because... <laughs> He's got so many good ones. But yeah, they're so effective, like so many of them. Even Pouch. Pouch yeah, is great. Pouch was actually what was catching my eye. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Pouch. Okay. I, I do have a, a a guilty omission to make. What do you mean? Back in school, back in secondary school. Um, Because obviously I, I've been known as Jim amongst my close friends for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But Jim is a shortened version of James. Uh-huh. Jim isn't a Jamie thing. Jim is a James thing. But I didn't, I didn't know this when I was stupid and young mm-hmm. at the time. And James was trying to convince me, like, he, he was saying to me, like, no, I'm Jim. <laughs> James could have been Jim. James was like, I'm Jim. I'm, I, that's me. So in James's family, would they call him Jim? I believe so. I believe his dad called him Jim. And I was like, no, I'm Jim. Mm. I'm only saying this because James isn't here. Right, right. Because I can't admit this out. to James. But yeah, yeah. He, he, but by James- rights, he is Jim. No, but by right, he's not Jim. He's Jordan. He's the most James James of them all. And I'm sorry if you're a James listening, but... Yeah. Yeah. But he's also the most Bloodcock, the most <laughs> Jordan, the most Raul Reaper, the most Pouch. Yeah, that whole list, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he is James, though. At the end of the day. What do you think his favourite one is? Or does he just despise He would all? just say, I'm James. If yeah. he was here, yeah, that is the correct answer. Uh, and Esther Jack Daw has an interesting one for us. Just a bit of a, well, a bit of a uh, suggestion. Hello, Jar Media boys. I wanted to tip you off on a great short film called Scenes with Beans, a title that could just as easily be a Jarcast episode. It's a Hungarian stop-motion short film from the seventies about a spaceship that is observing a world dominated by beans who go about their business in bean cities, driving tins, pushing their bean babies in teaspoons. There are even multiple bean death scenes and a bean chase scene. It is visually creative, and I think you boys would like it. You can watch it on UK Mubi, something I assume Alex may already be a member of since he's in cinema. They also have a seven-day free trial. Sorry for the long post. Love you guys. Can't remember if I have Mubi or not. Mubi? Yeah, because like the on Amazon there are like fifty eight other like sub subscriptions you can get. Like mm. for certain like there's the horror one, there's the the indie film one, there's the The Bean the classic, film one. Yeah, the Bean short film one. Yeah. Scenes with beans. Mm-hmm. I'm intrigued though. I'd be down to watch beans with scenes or whatever. Yeah, Hungarian short film from the seventies about beans. What more could you actually ask for? Nothing. Straight up, there, there, there isn't anything more you could ask for. <laughs> um, 
stapler left for this one for us. You guys can just turn your whole podcast into a primate, primate-based discussion podcast for fun videos you see of them. I'd be down, as anyone would be, with taste. An interesting thing about great ape social behaviors is that, for gorillas in particular, they're actually very understand- Oh my god, sorry. <coughs> Still got a bit of a tickle going on. Yeah. They're actually very understandable to humans. Gorillas don't enjoy fighting, except as kids when they play wrestle, but otherwise they would much rather simply live and let live. This is why there are photo opportunities where you can go in and see them up close. Psychologically, you don't just challenge them. Sorry, you just don't challenge them. Which primates involve? Which with with primates involves not looking them in the eye and not making yourself look big. In this video, the silverback has no fear of the humans and no expectation for conflict, so he's happy to let his kids approach, and then eventually tells the kids to stop bothering the humans. It's very interesting stuff. The gist of it is to allow them on that Sigma Gorillionaire gor- grind set while you look like a Beta Homo Sapien. <laughs> I've seen. I watched this video that he was he was mentioned here and linked in this Reddit comment. Um, and of course, it's one I've already seen before. I, I think I'm actually getting to a point where if it's a bear video, mm-hmm. if it's a gorilla video, if it's an octopus video, chances are I've seen it. <laughs> Those are the ones. Right. Um, and it is a fascinating video. It's this guy who's like, he's just in the jungle chilling. And like, a silverback just like plants its butt like right behind him. And the little kids are like there just like analyzing the human. Like, yeah. Just curious little creatures. And he's there just, he's got his head down. He's like making a point to not Mm -hmm. (laughs) look at that silverback. But otherwise, like, they're chill. Until the silverback is just like, yeah, you've you've annoyed this guy long enough, and just like walks off, and then makes a grunt, and then the kids just follow. It's like, damn, it's so cool. I did, I've been thinking more about what you said last time mm. about like how meeting a gorilla. It is like a bucket list thing. Yeah, interacting with a great ape. There's, there's certain animals I feel like would do that to you. Um, like our parents have described what it was like. I think it was in America they were, where they saw whales, was it? Or was that a New Zealand one? Just seeing whales, basically. Yeah. And we mentioned whales earlier and the whale sound and everything. But I'd, And like going to the Natural History Museum and seeing that model of a blue whale. Yeah. I, it's not the same thing as seeing an alive creature with your own eyes, mm-hmm. but there's a disconnect. Yeah, it's it's still sort of fictional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all like yeah, it's like in a science book. So not yeah, know. like seeing the the T Rex skeleton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like it, that that is just not the same feeling you'd get seeing a T Rex. Yeah, yeah, of course. But yeah, that's one of them is whales. Cause yeah, I, I think it would be ridiculously grounding mm-hmm. to have to just see this thing that is so colossal in nature. Would you be willing to actually get in the water? And like, I'm talking about you're like plopped into the ocean, and your view is just like whale. It's just nothing but like empty ocean, and then the whale. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just an abyss. Just nothing but that big whale there, and it's just you and the whale. 
I feel like if there's a whale around, there's not going to be anything like scary. Chaos isn't going to ensue necessarily. Yeah, like a shark isn't going to go and fuck around with a mm. whale. You know, <laughs> it's just as like they know they can't take down a whale. I feel like it, in terms of the ocean, if you're next to a whale, you're probably good. Yeah, but then there's the whole other Eldritchian horror that comes with, like... And this is another, like, childhood memory I have, is reading about, like, yeah, humpback whales, they go so deep, like, this is, like, insane. Um, but when they go deep, they, like, come... When they come up, like, they've got, like, marks all over them, like, they've been in fights with, like, giant squids, and it's like... No, that's a blue whale thing, isn't it? Oh, is that we've, a blue whale we've, thing we've too? We've recorded blue whales with like sucker marks from giant squid from way down in the depths. But that is like... It might uh, be back, I'm not sure. Just imagine seeing that though. Like I, I, I picture like the start of like the second Lord of the Rings with like fucking Gandalf <laughs> and it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah. that scale of like... Yeah. <laughs> no, these <laughs> giant creatures just going after each other's throats. No, the, the fact that we, as a species, didn't know if if giant squid were a thing, <laughs> and then it's just like, oh wait, yeah, they they just are a thing. What the fuck else is down there? The Meg. <laughs> the Meg. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. There's some. There is something scarier. There has to be. There's something much scarier, and I don't get much scarier than giant squids. Yeah. That's straight up aliens living on our planet, <laughs> and we barely even know about them. Yeah, I uh, I watched like the Wild Boys episode. Um, that was it was like, it was set in New Zealand, and there was like a guy who's like a giant squid expert on it, mm-hmm. and he's got this like corpse of a giant squid like in his fucking garage, like on a table. And he like picks it up and like falls over and it fucking slops everywhere. It's like <laughs> just pure gunge, but you forget they've got like bird beaks. Yeah. No, that's the creepiest thing about them. <laughs> yeah, it's like it, it's like um that uh Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Straight up, just like a kraken. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah, do you reckon these old sailors ever actually did just see something mental, but they didn't have an iPhone to, like, snap a quick video of it? (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, there are more ships traveling across the ocean than ever. True. And now they do have iPhones. Why the Mm. fuck wouldn't we have seen a Kraken (laughs) taken down some shit? Yeah, I stumbled across, like, um, I think it was, like, a weird Twitter account or something that was, like... Um, like creep, like mythological creatures, like apparently, like proof of like pictures of them. So we're talking like Loch Ness monster <laughs> type images and Bigfoot images and like <laughs> this kind of stuff. And I was having a good laugh looking through <laughs> the evidence. The Loch Ness monster is just factually not real. <laughs> All the pictures are really funny. Of, like, <laughs> it's just like a like squiggle in the like distance. Yeah. <laughs> Little thing protruding out the water. Bigfoot, I think, <laughs> it it's not out of the realm of possibility. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, I'd love for Bigfoot. It, I I would love the day Twitter's just like, wait, Bigfoot's real. <laughs> I I think I think we're ready for that now. Yeah, I think we're easily just like 
crazier things have happened now. It'd just be like, yeah. Okay. What's next then? Aliens? Well, no, aliens already happened. We've well, yeah. <laughs> see, this is what I mean. We've already had aliens. <laughs> We've already had the having the Sasquatch reveal would be a step down. <laughs> so I feel like it's gonna it's gonna happen. Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the Yetis, Bigfoot, they're just a thing. Yeah, because I used to love reading about all those weird, like, stories as a kid. Like, the Chupacabra and all these. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was never that hype on the Bigfoot one, though. Like, that was never, like, a... Like, did people see it as, like, a cool, like, scary idea? Is it, like, a... Like, what draws people to Bigfoot in this way? I think the the fact that it, it just can't be disproven. <laughs> so, like, you can take any photo, Photoshop some, like, blurry thing into it and be like, oh, shit, this is it. And people are like, well, I mean, I, I can't, I can't factually know that it isn't actually Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the fact it's like, it's all, it's a human-like form. Yeah. So, like, it could obviously just be, like, a like a. It human. could be a guy, it could be a Photoshop, it, it could be Bigfoot. But what what is the theory? Like, they're, like, a really rare group of, like, apes? That, like, like what is the... Well, they're Sasquatch. <laughs> they, they just live in the the woods, you know? So they're, like, they're, like, giant orangutans that, like, walk on their bat legs all the time. Yeah. Well, you know the famous image, the Sasquatch. Yeah, yeah, image. yeah, yeah. The image. Yeah, and he's like looking, <laughs> like he knows what's up. But all of these images, they always like have them knowing what's up. Well, that that's the like special the thing Ness. about the Sasquatch to me, because the the Loch Ness would be like a giant eel or something. <laughs> like an 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 eel just wouldn't know what's up. But a Sasquatch, you know what? I think a Sasquatch would know what's up. But is that not why people get so obsessed with them? Because of this, it's like ghostly, <laughs> ghostly intelligence that's kind of implied that it's almost like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why, why so obsessed with the Loch Ness? It's just the mysterious element, isn't it? That's it. Well, th- this is the thing. You can't, with any of these things, you can't really say it's false. But does it just begin where there's just, like, some bored guy just, like, sat by a lock, and he's like, you know, I'm just gonna tell my friend that I just saw a giant fucking eel in it. <laughs> yeah, And it just nice. spirals from there, like, yeah. in the, the story Some guy sticks. in America was, like, taking photos of the woods, and he's like, <laughs> fuck me, I've got shit all going on. Let's say I saw some great ape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've just got like a hairy friend. He's just like, just stand <laughs> yeah, over there. Just walk over there and look at it. <laughs> yeah, just he do like a, a pick. Yeah, I'll, I'll like blur it or whatever and like shake the cameras I take. <laughs> <laughs> Ghosts are real. Loch Ness are real. Sasquatch is real. Okay. So in the like ranking, you've got like the. Sasquatch. Well, no, I'd, I'd say ghosts are at the top. <laughs> ghosts, really? Sasquatch, Loch Ness. You put ghosts above them. But surely, like, the existence of a giant eel thing is more realistic than a, a, a spirit ghost thing. I suppose you've had the ghostly experience. Well, yeah, that, that kind of pushes me in, in one direction. One I've had a personal experience with, the other... Did you see that post that was, like, a theory, a possible explanation for it? A new no. one I hadn't seen. No. 
Someone was like, there there have been reports of like <laughs> big cats like in the UK. <laughs> this this is this is something I've heard of. Really, big cats. Yeah, and I've apparently when of... they let off a certain like scream, it sounds like weirdly similar to a human or something. <laughs> Put but yourself back in those shoes. Could that's you? the thing. Thinking about that moment, it wasn't a scream from outside the building. It was a scream through one door. Because the scream happened right as I was about to leave this door. So it was in the bar area as you were leaving the bathroom? Yeah, the sound was from the bar area. I was in the the bathroom about to leave. Yeah, that would mean that like a big cat would have to be so like in the vicinity. It just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. It? But... The thing is that there's one window in that bathroom that would have been behind me, like to the back left. Mm -hmm. So if it came from outside, I feel like I'd be able to tell that it was back left. Like right behind you, yeah. But it really sounded like in front of me and... Do you trust your own um, memories interpretation of that scary moment though? It, honestly, it's impossible to say. I'd have to get an Elon Musk brain chip. <laughs> and like watch the thing. memory back. Yeah, and just relive the memory over and over. Yeah, and it was and actually just out. like a squirrel falling out of a tree. And going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like a fox. A horny fox. <laughs> Foxes have horrible sounds. Have you ever heard a fox sound? Yeah. Yeah, it's quite... Um quite striking yeah it's nasty make. yeah it is nasty let's do this one from poo on face one we just have to address why is the normal episode being sold as an nft um hella cash y'all yeah to be honest it, it's, it's simple let's say you had something so dear to you mm-hmm like the priceless yeah straight up priceless but then someone says okay i've got a price one mil yeah, it doesn't matter what it is you're saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gone <coughs> <coughs> what celebrity do you think you could convince to buy the normal episode <laughs> i feel like he's got easily like seven mil to spare to just go yeah. And then the thing with art is that art isn't art until someone with money considers it art. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the art is convincing someone someone with money that uh, that your art is art. So the real art is getting Kanye in a room and convincing him to buy your art. Yeah. And the second he buys that art, that art is priceless. And then all of a sudden you're an artiste? Yeah. Then, then all of a sudden, everything you, got the you do is you got the, just... You got the proof. Yeah. It's just high art. Yeah, you know Kanye bought my podcast, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you realise Kanye bought my normal episode, right? <laughs> and then suddenly you got all... You got Jay-Z buying your Sampling the normal episode. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how fucking valuable the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so get tweeting at Kanye. Get him, get him aware that this NFT is not 
Yeah, and we don't necessarily need Kanye, just anyone with those kind of riches. Yeah, fine. we'll even take a uh, Richard Branson. Ed Sheeran? Would you take his money for the normal? Mm. You would deny Ed Sheeran. Even if he was like, send John Media an email. Listen, guys, <laughs> this is like I want this. the actual Ed Sheeran. <laughs> like, normally, like, my agent does this, but <laughs> just for this once. <laughs> I just need I need this material for sampling, <laughs> and I want to buy the NFT. You see, for him, <sighs> no, I'd make an exception. <laughs> you think it is about Drake? Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I would sell it to Ryan Reynolds. That's in, that's interesting, but why? Um, you would want the Ryan Reynolds to own the normal episode and then I would, be able to hold I, that but, over you. But the condition would be that he is to make a film adaptation <laughs> of the who does where he, play? he plays me. <laughs> no, <laughs> you, feel, you should play everyone like normal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Who directs it? Him? No, the guy that directed Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Phillips, Ryan yeah, Reynolds. <laughs> Todd Phillips, the normal episode, <laughs> featuring Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, and then it makes like ten billion bucks, and it? <laughs> it hits harder than Joker. <laughs> so, the evolution of Joker. <laughs> He's elevated it to the next level. Yeah, Working Phoenix shows up. <laughs> Maybe Working Phoenix can play James. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't think there's you. another actor that could capture James better than Working Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, he's the only one who could do it. <laughs> Fuck. Um, HJ Day Ten has one, which kind of brings us full circle to what we we're talking about earlier. Hello, Jar. I recently finished the TV show Mad Men, and wondered whether any of you boys have watched it. After I finished Breaking Bad at the beginning of the year, I didn't think any show could top it, but I think Mad Men just might edge it for me. Every character ending in Mad Men was perfect and it has some of the best writing in any show I've ever seen do any of you have any experience with the show uh yeah we've both seen it yeah it it's, it's always for me in the the thought process or conversation of like best shows ever yeah easily it's, it's it, too unique yeah no show has been so like surface level you'd think it's the most dull idea uh-huh. for a show but well, it's in, like in, how do you maintain it it's like seven seasons long or something yeah, Six, yeah. seven seasons it's a long show uh-huh. and yeah in 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 thinking about it it, it sounds dull but yeah in practice goddamn and the the actors and everything they got it it yeah, because one thing that stands in my mind with like, if you think about a lot of the what are considered the best shows of all time, your Breaking Bads, your Wires, your Sopranos, they all have an overt violence slash yeah. crime element. Mm-hmm. Mad Men doesn't have that. Um, no, it 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 changed the game to me for what like any media can do. Like it's all it's all like really subtle human character drama. Yeah. Um. Which is, it's like an unusual pace to get used to if you are used to your Breaking Bads and your Sopranos type shows. Yeah, yeah. But it's but it, like it never rewarding feels, in a different way. It never feels like soapy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not like trying to get you in with the cliffhangers and it, it's, yeah, it's like yeah. a slow build, ultra satisfying payoff. Like when you get mm-hmm. to the 
payoffs all those seasons later and it's also incredibly unpredictable for that yeah. reason too yeah it, it's it's the second best show I've ever seen what's your one then the Seinfeld <laughs> really you've actually like, you put, you, damn you put it that high nice yeah I'm not going to go back on on what I said last episode fair fair respectable would you say would you recommend Mad Men do you think you have to be a certain like age or level of maturity because like I feel like mm. most people are going to enjoy Breaking Bad you know yeah yeah even then, the, the, I I found this with myself where like I, I'll watch a show and so much of it goes yeah, over my head. Like I, I won't be the same with films, the same with music, the same mm. with video games, everything. But Mad Men in particular, I think if I'd have watched that at like the age of 16, 18, I wouldn't have appreciated it. Yeah, that's the kind of thought I have too. I think I just would have been too dumb. <laughs> yeah, it's it's easy to recognize that it's good. Yeah, yeah. But to to really connect to actually, with yeah, to connect and get invested in like the characters. Yeah, without yeah. the like obvious, like instant reward, like cliffhanger type stuff. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely recommend it though. It's really fucking good. And there's a show being talked about at the moment. Um, that's on HBO called Succession. That people I keep hearing like comparing, saying like this could be building to be like that sort of level. Um, I've been meaning to check that out, but that's like a still ongoing one. Like it's still only mm. maybe a third of the way through or something. I've I've not even heard of it. Yeah, yeah. I'll see if anyone comments about it, but um. I'm surprised that managed to have a resurgence in this episode. The advertisement Mad Men thing. Yeah, that was like not planned at all. <laughs> like I just like I, I prepared these like <laughs> That's hours wild. ago. Yeah. Just happened to come up naturally. Um, let's do two more here then before we wrap up. Uncle Tony fifty five says, A few weeks ago you boys were talking about the epic battle you witnessed between a wasp and a quote daddy long legs, unquote. Since then, I've noticed several recommended videos and ads on my phone offering to explain the difference between mayflies and daddy longlegs. How, how do you feel about our phones always listening to everything we do? <laughs> this is something that is just so blatant. Uh-huh. It kind of feeds back into this ad thing we're saying about we yeah, can't yeah. escape it. Yeah, nobody nobody cares though, including yeah. me. Like it So a family friend, I I was with my parents and a family friend. Mm. And they were talking about commodes. Yeah. <laughs> um and then suddenly I I on Instagram I I start getting adverts for like mm. commodes and shit. It, I feel like Instagram is the one I, I noticed the most overtly. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, it's, cause it's, it's always incredibly like recent conversation stuff, and it's just like, what? Yeah. It seems like really weird. <laughs> I guess you're all like, you're like agreeing to it in the mm -hmm. terms and conditions. 
<laughs> but you want you're, you're always under the impression that when when you're not recording something you or not specifically asked before you start doing something that mm-hmm. that it's not being recorded your camera isn't being used the microphone isn't being used but that clearly is not the case mm-hmm. because there there's no reason i would be advertised commodes yeah yeah why would it randomly suggest that it's so specific to yeah, it, it, that that was the one that was like, there's no doubt in my mind that mm-hmm. Instagram is listening to what I have to say. Well, it's it's like the Facebook products, it's their whole business model. It's just like gathering yeah. information on you and selling and it to ad companies. This is the scariest thing because they've, they've been under a, a lot of scrutiny recently from the government mm-hmm. in America, but they don't know what questions to ask. Because oh, it's, it's all so these, yeah. I I saw a recent one, and they they asked the the most stupid questions. Mm-hmm. They're like, so so, what actually is a server? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like so, that level. So they, they, <laughs> no, they asked. <laughs> <clears throat> there's a term for when someone makes a a different like Instagram account that's private, and they only have their friends on it, mm-hmm. and then they have a separate account. For just yeah, the public, yeah. and they they were asked about this phenomenon, and they were like, "Are you going to ban this?" And they were like, hey, "What do you mean? This isn't the these people do not understand what like happens on the internet." Yeah. So the, yeah. So the actual problems, the actual dangerous shit. Like I, I do genuinely think this is a problem. Oh yeah, yeah. Them yeah. listening to everything you have to say and mm-hmm. shit, and advertising this weird stuff. Yeah, like um, do you know any of the details on the like Edward Snowden? Um, no, I don't. And that was like the U.S. government doing it. Let alone, like, I guess, private companies do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's the thing, though. Because wh- when it's private companies, people don't really care. Yeah, I guess it depends on the issue at hand. Like, people don't care, I guess, when it's, like, ads. Yeah, and to a degree, I I agree. But also, it... it there's something that just feels wrong mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, there is like a gut reaction where it's like, where, where is this line in terms of like, yeah. at what point does it start being like, because there are people that share like their whole lives on social mm-hmm. media and really they are gathering all of that information and like you can build like super detailed profiles and stuff on people yeah, based yeah. on that kind of stuff. So we should do it should always be on your mind, I guess. And I guess a lot of people don't think about it um, when they're just posting the like, thing is it, it, anti-vax memes on Facebook. It, it can't always be on your mind because because they're listening to what you're saying. If you have the app open in the background mm. and you're talking, it's picking shit up. Like, it has to be. That's how it happened to me. Yeah. Yeah, we're all agreeing to it. In these terms yeah <laughs> but we, i mean you prefer to just be able to use instagram 
<laughs> Honestly, thinking about it, I could easily go without Instagram. Yeah, like the, it was a, a couple of weeks ago now where all the Facebook products went down or something. For yeah, like yeah. 24 hours or a bit less. Or, and I was just thinking to myself, man, it would be nice if like they were like sabotaged somehow and that was it for them. Yeah. Like, no, but all did the you Facebook hear, products done. Apparently like the the Facebook headquarters, like their doors and stuff, all linked to that infrastructure. To like the get, doors. So they yeah, get into out. the building you had to like use your Facebook ID or some shit. So they couldn't There's get There's no like backup. They like, couldn't get in or out of the building, apparently. Oh my god. That just sounds like a terrible idea, but <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess that would be in line with Facebook's whole thing. Ah, let's end on this one then from Scoom. All right, Jar, you mentioned watching several seasons of Kirby Enthusiasm in the last episode, but did you make it to Series 7? They bring back the entire cast of Seinfeld to make a reunion episode, which is an on-off plot for the whole season. Sounds funny. <laughs> I saw a clip from this. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I've been going back into the profile thing. Mm -hmm. I've been watching so much Seinfeld on Netflix. Mm -hmm. YouTube is recommending all this Seinfeld stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. How does it know? Have you been (coughs) searching Seinfeld clips or some shit? No, it's because I guess on Google Chrome, I've been watching Seinfeld on Netflix. Google is owned by... Or YouTube is owned by Google. Wait, when is I, that really how deep it goes? Why Why else would I be recommended Seinfeld stuff? Because I thought um, on YouTube it only recommended shit based on like what you're watching on YouTube. But I don't, I don't know. I, I can't keep up. I haven't searched any Seinfeld shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, I, I saw a clip where like the, the bit was... Is it Larry David? Mm-hmm. Larry David wanted in this Seinfeld shoot to replace George Costanza <laughs> and play George Costanza. Oh, I think I scene. might have actually seen that clip because that's ringing a bell. Yeah, and he's like fucking awful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it looked funny, but I haven't seen any Kirby enthusiasm because from some of the seasons I've seen of it. I remember, like, um, the George Costanza actor, like, showing up a couple times or something, having, like, cameos Mm. and stuff. But him, like, playing an actor in it type thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, that sounds like a funny idea for a season. Um, Again, Access, if I had HBO Max, I'd probably watch it. Yeah, like, Europe has access to HBO Max now or something. Yeah. Um, but we don't Not in the UK Because of their deal with Sky or whatever So Fuck Sky Yeah fuck Sky I don't want to give them money Rupert Murdoch or whatever Rupert Murdoch? Yeah doesn't he own Sky? Who's Rupert Murdoch? He's that guy who owns like all the all the worst papers <laughs> He's like the media conglomerate Yeah man yeah, bruv. That was episode 101. 101 times 2 plus 50 odd. Minus a couple. 0.9. <laughs>
til at 